Hello, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us once again for During Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kitts. Well, let's get into it with a prayer, and then we'll get into the message. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us this guidance and the ability and the platform to be able to talk to people and to share your word with them. And maybe it will bless somebody today. If it does, Lord, bless them hearty. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Give us this word. Give us the Holy Spirit to help us guide us and to teach us and to help us get this message out to the ones that need it. In your blessed holy name we beg. Amen. We're going to call this one Roots of Sin. God once again used my garden to show me something that I will pass on to you today. I was out in my strawberry patch and I was weeding out the place. When I leave it for a month without attention, it will get overgrown with weeds and vines. I remove them and the strawberry plants look good again. I water and fertilize them, then go on to other parts of the yard. For the longest time, there's been a poison oak vine trying to grow and climb up the house. I will cut and rip and think that I've got it gone, but then it'll spring up every year and try to eat my house over and over again. With this ivy vine, you have to find the main root system and dig it up completely. I had to do this around my shed, and I tell you that the roots went everywhere. I dug up over a 15-foot area to remove all the splitting and branching of the root system. You see, on the surface, there was a tiny vine growing up the shed, but underground, where no one could see it, was it was branching out and waiting for the time to raise up and take over. It would have completely covered my shed had I not tucked the time to cut it down and then dig around and remove the roots from the ground. With a sin, it might seem not to be seen. It's sort of underneath. Think that you have it under control, but it is working when nobody sees it. Sin branches out and spreads as far as it can before you see it, and then you have to cut it off, exposing the roots and killing the main plant or the main sin. To get rid of that sin that is trying to take you over, God gives us the sword of His Word as a cutting tool to kill sin. Don't think that a little sin won't hurt you. Sin is sin, and there's no little sin or a big sin. It's all S-I-N, sin. When the root of sin remains, these sins will sprout up again, usually at the time of our weakness. Like apples hanging from the tree, sin is dependent on its roots. An apple tree cannot produce pears, nor can it produce oranges. Consequently, removing the fruit doesn't change the identity of the tree. We remove the action of sin as we repent, but we need to go further and root out the desire so that sin doesn't sprout up again. Speaking normally, just changing your behavior does not change you as a person. Desire can remain alive and well under the surface, even when a person controls his or her behavior. Only by attacking the root of the problem, the desire and the motive, can sin be completely eliminated. If the root is left intact, sin will sprout up again. The Israelites kept falling into sin every, even though they had seen God's miracles and had been even given God's law and had been blessed abundantly. God wished the Israelites had the right heart to fear God and to keep His commandments. Both evil fruit and righteous fruit start with the growth of a root. It is that pure heart of every plant. We need to be careful about superficial repentance 
that fails to address the depth and the scope of the spiritual problem that is the deep and spreading roots of our sin. The Pharisees were obsessed with the external evidence of righteousness. However, Jesus often pointed out to them that they had missed the inward root of sin. One of those roots grew to the point so bad that they murdered the Son of God. We can't be like them. We have to go deeper and recognize the bad motives deep inside and strive to remove the roots of sin with a tendency and diligently. But that alone still isn't enough because we know that we can't entirely remove sin by our own efforts. We need the help of God's power, His Holy Spirit, to completely remove and kill the roots of sin so that we can become clean and ready for righteous fruit. We need to pray for the help to get rid of our sins. After his sin involving Bathsheba and Uri, David knew that his sorrow and decision to change were just the beginning of the repentance and change. He confessed his sin to God and asked for forgiveness. He acknowledged God's superiority and righteousness as well as his own true but merciful judgment. David asked God to remove the root of sin and create a clean heart, a pure, productive root within him. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and the hidden parts that you will make known by your wisdom. And that's Psalms 51 and 6. Create in me a clean heart, O God. He says in verse 10 of Psalms 51. After recognizing the sin that needs to be removed, we must enlist God's powerful help to eliminate the roots. Thankfully, we have a God's Word in which will help us discover the root of sin and the results that it produces. The author of Hebrews tells us that the Word of God is the discerner of the thoughts and interests of the heart. Hebrews 4 and 12. All the major root motivations of sin are identified in the Bible, and we see those in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. To find and destroy these roots, we must all use our spiritual tools, that is, praying to God, studying His Word, introspectral meditation and fasting. We must rely on God and follow His lead, working diligently as we become more like Him down to the root. Well, I love you, and we'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word. And we thank you, Lord, that you'll help us discover the enemy that's trying to seep in to cause a division between me and your love and grace. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and we lift you up and we give you all the praise and the glory in your blessed name. Amen.